Are your kitchen and bathroom way overdue for a remodel? Well, I got the guy for you. Call John Sellers at First Response Contracting, 484-256-7136. Both residential and commercial services, and he's licensed and insured. Call him at 484-256-7136, First Response Contracting. Hello, this is Brad Wiseman. You're listening to Real Estate and You where each time we try to bring up some topics or bring some people in to talk about anything to do with real estate, really. Um, and, and sometimes we go off on tangents that have nothing to do with real estate, and that's fine, too. So I have a really, uh, this is a really exciting guest for me because, uh, well, I'll get into the story a little bit once I introduce him, but this is going to be John Clyde. He is the uh, regional director for the uh, KW Greater PA Region, and uh, just happens to be somebody that I talk to a lot and see a lot, and uh, I wanted to bring him in because he wrote a book, and I wanted to chat about it. So uh, here we go. John, are you on the line? I am. How are you, Brad? I'm doing great. It's it's a great day in real estate. Oh, sure. This market's insane, my friend. Insane. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. And everybody keeps saying, oh, you've seen a market like this before. And, you know, I'm, I'm in this 28 years and, and I've never seen a market like this. This is definitely something that is just, uh, it's different. I, I can't even explain it. Yeah, I, I like, I did like the market we had, you know, in the, you know, the oh three four five. you know, uh, that, that market was pretty good too, but this, this is, this is fun as well. <laughs> this is really fun. So I'm just going to back up a little bit and tell people how I know you and kind of just a, a little interesting story is I I would not be where I am right now at Keller Williams in a leadership and also investment uh, position if it was not for John Clyde. John is the one that I met at a Starbucks probably about three and a half years ago and convinced me that I was... He actually believed more in me than I believed in me that I could do this thing with Keller Williams. And, and I want to thank you for that, John. Now you're welcome. And, and I tell you, you know, part of our job, Brad, is when we find something we really, we're really passionate about is actually to do something about it. And how cool is it when you get, you get incentivized to actually do what you're passionate about, which is for me is to, to consult people on that, you know, to come and bring their business and their know-how to Keller Williams. Yeah, and while well, you do a great job of it, because like I said, it, it you you were able to push people to be the best they can be and do things they never thought they could do. So it's I give you credit, uh, lots of credit for that. Appreciate that. So there's this thing that I've heard that you wrote a book, and uh, I heard it's called Leaving Six Figures, and I've been reading about it. I haven't read the book, but I've been reading about it, and it's really really interesting. Just reading about what the book is about, and maybe you can just tell me a little bit of why you wrote the book or, you know, what, what came to you to say, you know what, cause this is a big deal. You know, you don't just wake up and go, I'm going to write a book today. It just doesn't happen like that. At least I don't think it happened like that, but how did it happen? You know, I, I think I say something different every time someone asks me, you know, the reason being, because there's so many reasons behind it. You know, the thing that my, my answer today is different than it was probably a month ago or a week ago when I was asked that question. Right. And I would say today it's, you know, I grew up, uh, my dad had a eighth grade education. You know, my mom just graduated high school right. and education wasn't a big deal in our household. Okay. And even when I went to college, I went to college to play football and grades were never really a focal point for me. You know, I was, I would say to say average student is, is probably saying too much, Right. but you know, I, you know, I was a, I would say I was a good C plus student, you know, and as I got older, I started to say, you know what, like 
it's not that cool not to be smart and enriched and to kind of to know kind of more to have more knowledge because right. I really didn't read books a lot and didn't care and I for some reason I had this passion later in life that you know what I want to write a book you know <laughs> I want to I, I want to I, I do something that challenges me and then I think the other part Brad I kind of wanted to have a legacy and I thought one day someone told me the story that you know how many gener how many people actually remember you when you're di- you die yeah, like yeah. your your grand your grandkids kids don't even know who you are so true who your name so is so true yep so I'm like you know and I think um, Walton said it the owner of Sam Walton said it the owner of Walmart you know he wrote that book for uh, to have you know a legacy sure. so I also thought one day that you know my kids and the, my kids kids could know who Grandpa was yeah, or, you know yeah. grand, great grandpa so that was kind of the reason behind it. And, That's cool. You know, I, you know, I, I think it, it led to, you know, you have to have a reason to tell the book too, right? Like what, <laughs> what, what do people want to even, yeah, why right. would they want to listen? Right. Right. Yeah. That is and, funny and, because you, you have a purpose. There's gotta be the, you, you, you had to sit down at a certain point and say, okay, this is the goal of this book. The goal is this. Yeah. So, so that part came about, and the reason why I say I always have a different answer is because my mind's in a different place when I, sure. when I have that question. But I, you know, I, I was a New Jersey State Trooper for 17 years, and you know I was just, you know, I had this job that everybody wanted. Supposedly, everyone yeah. wanted, right? It was right. like I think 10,000 people applied yep. back when I did it in '95, I think, or '96. And you know, uh, at the time, only you know a, a few hundred made it. Yeah. And um, it was a prestigious job. It was a it was a career, I guess. You're not even a job. And it was, I think, starting salary then was like 55,000 back in you know, the mid nineties, yeah. that's, that's, you know, attorneys were making that. I was going to say, that's really good money. Well, state troopers always made good money from what I've heard, which yeah. is great. And, and, and then I heard, you know, they had great benefits. Yeah. And then there's this thing called the get out of jail free cards, you know, and, uh, you know, you I can like that speed <laughs> and you can, you can get in front of lines and all this stuff. I'm right, like, this right. is really this cool. This is a great job. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then, you know, then you actually got to go out and do it. You know, you yeah, actually got to yeah. be a, 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 you know, a trooper or a police officer. Which is and, dangerous you know, too. I mean, you know, you guys are, they're frontline. I mean, you're, you're state troopers are, they're there. I mean, they're, they're catching criminals and doing all kinds of stuff. So, you know, that's a little scary. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was assigned in, you know, major cities under, I was undercover. You know, I always, tell people, you know, I, I, I sold drugs and they're like, what? And I was like, you know, I was undercover, you know, yeah. you know, different, uh, on, the, were, on the different side. Yes. That's right. Yeah. I was on the different, <laughs> I was on a different side of selling, but you know, but yeah, I've experienced everything, you know, uh, you know, I've, I've, you know, I've been in, in, I haven't been shot at, but I've been in the area when shots were fired, you know, yeah, luckily right. I wasn't there and, you know, guns right. out and all that. So I've been, you know, I've been around where, you know, a knife was drawn on me and I've been in fights and fought yeah, people on the, sure. on, the, on the roadway. So I, I did all that. And, and then all of a sudden, you know, early, real early on as a, as a young state trooper, I got my light, my real estate license too, which I know this is a real estate show. Now, how old do you think, uh, how old do you think you were when you got your real, you probably know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't think. Yeah, I was, when was, I was 1999. 1999. Um, so, okay. Yeah. So I was, I'll be 49 in a couple of weeks. So, you know, uh, yeah. I, I so, was, wow. That's okay. That's so it's. You, you've been in for a while and see well, the thing, 20, yeah, 20 years. Yes. So here's the thing for me, like, what was that? What's that turning point? Like where you're like, when you were, you were doing really well in real estate from when I remember our conversations together, you did really well doing the dual career. 
And you probably could have kept doing that for a while and retired and had your pension and all these different things. What was that? How do you make that decision of all that comfort that was there of the state police job as far as, I mean, comfort as far as pension and and insurance and all those things. And then all of a sudden you decide, nope, I'm going all in. I'm going all in real estate. What what did that feel like? Well, the one thing I will tell you, and and I hate to, to, I don't like to do the cliche, Keller Williams changed my, you know, like people say, oh my God, yeah. But I, I, I'm, I hate to say it, it's the truth because it's the one company that forced me to, to, to challenge myself and to get my mindset around being a business owner. Because, Brad, there's a difference between a realtor and a business owner. You know, yeah, most, absolutely. 95, 95% of the realtors are self-employed. 5% of the real estate population are business owners. Yeah. So once I started to realize there was a business in real estate, probably... 10 years into my police, my state police world, I really said, you know what? There's a lot of money to be made in real estate. Yeah. And, and then comes the challenges. Now I'm getting, I'm hitting the clock to, you know, I'm now I'm getting closer to, you know, 20, in 20 years, you can actually retire, you know, 20 years, you can retire 25 too, but you can, yeah. you can do a 50, 50% retirement in 20. So now I'm getting to a point where, you know, I'm on the other side of, you know, my tenure, and, yeah. you know, and, and, the, and the job gets easier, meaning I understand what I need to do. And then I kind of understand the real estate. You know, I started, I was one of the most successful Century 21 agents in the, in the country. At the same and, time, while you're doing your state trooper thing, you were, you were, you were achieving yeah, at a very high level. The, I, was on, I remember in 2007, I was on the stage. I sold over 171 homes and I was oh number eight gosh, in, in America. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I sold a lot. Yeah. But then you got to think too, I, the mental capacity. Yeah. of doing that. Yes. And then I, I, I flipped homes, you know, because I don't know if you know, you know, I'm sure you do. Then it was a crazy, you know, oh, how yeah. you can put, put a sign up and it sells. So I, I wasn't stupid. I seen that craze and I, you know, I jumped right on the bandwagon. Sure. So Absolutely. I was also investing, but you know, it, I know we like stories. The story that changed me was the one time I was at a, um, uh, I was at work. I, I had a hundred thousand dollar day. Wow. Meaning that I made a hundred thousand dollars in one day in real estate and, and gross commissions. Yeah. Wow. Well, commissions and I flipped the house. Okay. Got it. So you so, got some so, money from so that. I, yeah, plus I the okay. house. I, so I had about, I had a hundred and some thousand dollars in my pocket of checks. And that Jeez. day I went to work, um, to, to the state police. I was in the casino unit. Yeah. So, so I go to work and, um, you know, everyone always broke my stones. Hey man, this real estate stuff stinks. Why are you doing it? It's just a waste of time. Right. Right. And you know, you, you, you know, you don't work overtime and yeah. you know, you, you need to stop doing it. And I'm like, and I heard it so many times. I mean, I'm talking like every time I had a conversation with someone at work, they were breaking my stones Yeah. and I was sitting there and I had this, this little bad guy on my shoulder saying, Show Bring the, the checks, checks out. Show I was just going to say, show them the checks. Show them and, the checks. And then I had another guy on the other side saying, don't show <laughs> don't them the do checks, check, yeah. John. It's, it's arrogant. That's not you, man. Don't do it. And they kept saying it and saying it. And I said, you know what? And I forgot the guy that was there today. And it was like two or three guys. Around. I said, you know what? Is this a waste of time? And you could see, I just oh. threw the checks at him. And you see him like counting. And I mean, there's, you know, there's a check for like 40 some thousand, 10 nine Lovely. i had a bunch of you know investor settlements and they were just looking at it and you just tell like that day kind of changed the whole right. thing for me because i got treated differently it was almost like i i probably blackballed myself yeah because but, what they're so now they're actually which is interesting because it 
it's typical human nature. They 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 get either jealous or or they want to be you because now they're like, oh, big guy now making all this money. He's why is he a state trooper? You know, I can just see that absolutely. Well, it went from you know you're wasting your time to now who yeah. the heck do you think you are? Right, exactly. And, so, and, yeah. and then from that point on, I was treated I, in my it could you know what it could have been in my mind, but for some reason I felt like an outcast. But you know what? It's a good and thing they like, did. It's a good thing it did go that way. You know, right? Yeah. Because it might not yeah, have pushed exactly you to do right. what you did, right? I mean, those feelings were actually, those emotions you were feeling, whether they were right or wrong, were what pushed you to do what you're doing today. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of tell it, you know, throughout the book, but I tell that story that, you know, that probably was one of the, that, that shifted my mindset. Like, yeah. I don't belong here anymore. And, right. you know, you can only deal when you don't, you know, you think about any any community or church or anything in life, when you don't feel like you belong, it's easy to leave. Right. Yeah, and yep, the yep. more I felt outcasted was the closer I got to being okay with saying it's time to go. Yeah. So what, so, okay. So that was a turning point there. And then, and then you go and you leave and then not only do you start, so you were at C21 at that time, right? You were at Century 21, I think at the time when you, when you did yep. that changeover. Mm-hmm. And then obviously then you came into seeing how Keller Williams is and how did that happen? How did you get into the Keller Williams point? You know, you know, being an entrepreneur like you, I mean, you, you know, when yeah. I talk to you, you, you want it more than just being a realtor, right? Sure, sure. And, and I did too. And I had this itch because I was a really good recruiter. Like I, Century 21 had, you know, splits that were not really like ours and it wasn't yeah. cat. So I was still convinced a whole lot of people to go there. You know, it was, I don't want to say it was easy, but I felt when I believe in something, I can get people to believe in it too. Yeah. And, and I started not to believe in it anymore, you know? And right that's when I started to look around at other companies. And, and then when I found Keller Williams, you know, I was like, is this real? Like I could have, you know, I could recruit people and, and make half the money with the company. And, and if I'm really successful, I can own my own and I could do, you know, I can own a couple of title companies and yeah. I can, I can own a bunch of market centers. I'm like, wow, this is really cool. <laughs> and, you know, and then I said, you know what, I got to check this. This is not right. So I actually flew to Austin. Uh, met at the time the CEO Mark Willis, and you know he was for real. He was a nice guy. He he laid out everything. He went over kind of my, you know, we have the, the you know the assessments, the behavioral assessments, and went over mine. And I left there. I was like, you know, this company's for me. And I I, I joined in uh, 2012. Wow! And from 2012 when you joined, and now you go from there on up to uh, you, you obviously you were an agent and then also did you get right into when you joined did you go right into investing into the company yeah so i came in as a, um, a, a you know a launching op so i had to you know you have to you know and i actually put it in the book too you had to you know there was a certain prescription you have to our benchmarks you have to hit to be approved just like you guys did. oh i know, you know I to, <laughs> we're yeah, very familiar I, I with to, that <laughs> Yeah, I had the same thing, but yeah. you had you you had three partners. I had me. Yeah, it's just you. you know? just so, you. Yeah. so when I did it at first, um, I launched. You know, and I was just you know I was still a state trooper. And, yeah, right. And I had I think yeah I had all my kids. I had I no I had two yeah I had four, all four kids. Oh my! So goodness. I had my kids. You know, my last one came out. The last two came out in 2010. Talk about a full so, plate. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So yeah, I did. I started off at my team of six, and then today we're at. 310. Yeah. Awesome. That's amazing. Amazing story. So what out of the, out of the, everything that you would with writing this book. Okay. And it's, and it says dual career to full career was one of the things that says on here that I saw. And, and what would you give as advice for somebody that is struggling with going full-time in real estate or full-time and whatever they're doing or whatever their dream is, you know, what, what's your advice, you know, on that? Yeah. I, I also spell out in the book that, you know, 
no matter what you do, you have to plan, right? And the, sure. the one thing I learned from my experience is I tell people, you know, number one, you don't leave a job if you have, you don't have money to leave, right? Like, you know, and what's your plan? You know, uh, especially if you have a family, you owe it to them to make smart decisions. So my first thing is, is do you, you know, if you're unhappy, that's great. The question is, what are you going to do? Yeah. So the good thing, you know, some, most careers or most jobs, I mean, there's either downtime or, you know, you have weekends and, you know, you can get up earlier and you can, yeah. you know, uh, journal, you, you got to start figuring out what, what is it I'm going to do? And the good thing, I mean, for real estate, you know, you can kind of test it out and, and play with it a little bit, depending on what you want to do, you know, whatever it is, I, you yeah. know, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's, so it's basically what you're saying is obviously you don't want to go into work the next day and say, I quit. You know, yeah, you have to have a plan. Have you a have plan have a in plan. place. Have have some kind then, of a, a a way of doing getting to where you want to be. Yeah, and then, and then the most important thing is you, you got a budget. Just like you know, when you guys launched, if you remember, yeah. we yeah, we said budgeting. you need to have you should have three months yep. to six months of reserves. So same yep. thing for a realtor, same thing for a business owner. You should have reserves. So if you're going to leave, you know, you know, have money ready to aside, you know, for worst case scenarios. Yeah, so, definitely. you know, all that stuff was kind of pertinent for me to, to start saying, you know, do I have enough money? What's my plan? You know, what's the worst thing that could happen to me? I, all those questions need to be answered before you pull the plug. Right, right. So obviously you're very happy that uh, of the decision that you made back in, uh, was it 2012 or whatever? You know, you're very happy about that decision because I know you're you're excelling in so many different ways. I know when it comes to, I see you up on, on stage with Gary Keller. I see you on things that are uh, that are much larger than the region, which is incredible. So you're being noticed. You're, you're being, I don't know, you're just out there, which is great. And, and I just want to say I, I congratulate you on that because what you did as far as leaving that career to what you're doing now is just you're living a different life and you're changing other people's lives. And you said not to sound corny or whatever, but you are. I mean, you helped change my life for my family and, and what I do. Uh, and you've done that for Susan and, and for everybody else in here. So it's I appreciate that and I and I... Thank you for that. Um, one of the things real quick I want to do before I, before I wrap this up, um, I want to talk just a little bit about the, the region uh, that you are in charge of. What are you seeing from up high? Like we see our little markets and stuff. What are you seeing from up high? Where do you see it going in the next six to 12 months? I know you can't predict the future, but what do you see? What's your hunch? You know, it's funny. Right before this call, I was just on the call with Gary Keller. And, and uh, Gary uh, actually showed us a video with him interviewing Steve Murray who's cool. one of the you know most brightest consultants in America mm-hmm. and on the real estate, real trends. And, you know, Gary asked him the question, what you just asked me. And I think those two, two's minds a lot better than mine. Um, so <laughs> you can I'll give answer, you their right? answer. <laughs> All right. And, sounds good. And, and their answer is that they think 2012, uh, 2021 is going to be a great year again. Maybe if, if not better, the same, it's, you know, because yeah. new because new construction has really went berserk. Yeah. Um, and especially a lot of parts of the country. Um, you know, the problem now is just lumber, right? You know, where are you going to get all the wood to build these new homes? So with that being said, we, you know, the professionals, including me, I feel like we still are probably going to have a very good 2021. That's good. And, you know, as a region, you know, we broke records, yeah. you know, August. Yeah. And in July, we we paid the agents more money than we ever paid ever. Yeah, that's and awesome. The contracts written, which is the future, 
90 days, 120 days ahead have have records. So Good. when you when you have that happening, you know we're going into the fourth quarter with with some momentum. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think the market's going to really we're going to go into the end of the year with a bang, and I and I think we we might come out on the other side doing what we did. I mean, we were on record pace before COVID hit. I mean, yeah. if COVID didn't yeah. happen, oh my gosh, wow! Yeah, I mean, we exactly. would have probably broke some records this year. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. Where I would have never thought we would be, we would have recovered this quickly and this much, and even going past the numbers that we had last year, it just blows my mind. But it, it's great, and I, you know, all I can hope is that the the economy keeps going and and we get under uh, control of the the COVID situation and and we can get back to some sort of normalcy. But uh, I want to thank you for being on the show today, John. It means a lot to me, and um, I will definitely be reading your book to check it out and and read the whole thing and really dig in. But Thank you for being on the show. Hey, and and if anybody wants to check it out, go to leavingsixfigures.com, the number six, and uh, check it out. And uh, if they, you know, they, they're thinking about leaving a, a career that they're in now, it's a great read. Awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So thanks a lot, John. I appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. There you have it. That was John Clyde. He's got a book, Leaving Six Figures. It says dual career to full career. Uh, very interesting. He started as a roofer as a kid um, and then moved his way up through, and now he's just just doing great. Uh, he's at Keller Williams. He's the regional director there, writing books and, and just um, just having a great time and changing lives. So uh, that's all we got for today. I uh, hope you'll see you again real soon. Are your kitchen and bathroom remodels a little overdue? Well, now's your chance to call First Response Contracting. John Sellers will take care of you. 484-256-7136. They do residential and commercial, and they're licensed and insured. Give them a call at 484-256-7136.